And we wanted to thank today's sponsors brought to you by Anchor.fm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's completely no charge. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, where it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and many more. Guys, it's everything you need to make a podcast. Honestly, it just takes for you to really get started. Go ahead and download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm and look forward to seeing you create your show. Yes. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Inspire Before We Expire podcast. I am your co-host, Terrell Sumter. It's a great day to have a great day. Oh, man, guys, I wanted to come here to just share some gratitude with you guys. Another inspiring educator, another inspiring message. Listen, guys, I just really want you guys to take in any information, empowering information, knowing it's going to change your situation, life-changing information that's going to help you through your times, through the process, through your journey right now, whether in school, education, athletic, business, career. Listen, guys, I want you guys really, if you have time and you're listening right now, I want you to take in and implement this information that this person today decided to take their time out to speak with you guys. Honestly, also, I wanted to take some time out to show some gratitude to those who are subscribed to the podcast. Make sure to share with your community. Make sure to not only just listen, but also take time to implement this into your life. I'm telling you, y'all, this is the Inspire Before We Expire podcast. So I want you guys to take this and make sure to use it year after year after year. Not only year after year, but day after day. This is some exciting things, y'all. I'm here with somebody, my guy, oh, man, from Los Angeles, California. Man, this guy right here is a special young man here. You know, we've been building our connection and over social media and you know um, we finally got to sit down and finally got to put a date to it and, and decided to let's lock this in man he said he want to reach out he said he got some important things he would like to share some valuable tips and tricks and some valuable information i said let's do it you know <laughs> and i wanted you guys to really hear him out and listen to him as he speaks to you guys man Honestly, a guy who loves music. Um, also, he's involved. He's a business finance coach with um, World Financial Group um, based in Los Angeles, but I believe they're also expanding to a global company with his mentor, Eric, who we also have learned from and who also he's been under for years. So that's good as well, right? Oh man, is a guy just step closer to building, building more of his dreams. Guys, the guy that want to continue to start up art centers throughout the Southern California. That's awesome, man. He also wants to adopt kids and give them a life they might not have. Wow. I can, I, I can, I can, I can definitely admit to that. Honestly, man. Um, he also, uh, a gentleman who was also committed, consistent about building with his team and helping his team thrive to be the best version to be the best successful business people they possibly can be. Guys, 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 guys. I want you guys to really take time and listen and hear this guy, hear him out. Young man from Los Angeles, California. My guy, Jeffrey for the win. <laughs> Thank you so much, brother. How I you doing today, that, brother? I'm doing good, man. And if you guys haven't listened to this guy's podcast already, man, get on it right now. Just because, I mean, if you if there's like subscribe, like, comment, I mean, go do it because this guy's on fire right now. If you're if you're following young leaders, I mean, this guy's one of the people that you got to follow like ASAP because not many people are doing what he's doing. I'm pretty sure he's gone through a lot of adversity himself. And, you know, he tweaks everybody else's horn, but I want to tweak his horns a little bit today just because I've been listening to some of his stuff. And it's like, man, the young generation nowadays don't quite understand what struggle is, what adversity is what type of like the climbing of the mountains that you got to go through in order to become successful. And, um, and Hey, I'm going to tell you this first and foremost, I'm not successful yet. 
right? You're listening to someone that's in the grind right now, that's going through the problems, that's going through the struggles, that's climbing over these mountains, these walls, these rocks, right? And um, that's the person that you're listening to right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad that he was able to reach out to me, right? Even though we're in two different, like, other sides of America right now. He's in Florida. I'm in, I'm in L.A. And you talk about us being able to connect. And no matter where somebody is, it is, when you just meet someone, you just know when they got a heart of a champion. And I know for a fact this guy does. So, hey, if you guys are following the right people, right, they say act is or copy the right cat, right? It's okay to copy, but as long as you copy the right cat, this is the guy to follow for sure. So, I mean, um, I'm ready to get this thing going. I love this podcast already. So, if you, I, I'm, an, I'm honored to be on this call with you, brother, for sure. Absolutely, man. I love the way you put that. And, and thank you for your kind words as well, man. Yes, let's get it going, man. Um, so, man, exactly. When did the journey first begin with you? You know, and also, why should people listen to you? Man, um, I, it's, it's your, I, I honestly believe when um, the journey started for me, when uh, I think for me, I think the journey was always implemented in me. You know, no matter if it was my parents or my friends or whoever it might be, um, I've always saw a vision for myself. I think everybody does. You know, everybody has a vision of who they want to be as they grow up. So that vision was already there, right? But why people should listen to me hey, is up to you. I'm not going to force you to listen to me. I'm not going to give you a reason why. Um, but at the end of the day, it's more on the end of, you know, I'm, I'm a person that's going somewhere. And I already know that if you talk to any successful people, you look at their past interviews. I mean, I mean, we didn't have podcasts back there, but the interviews with these, you know, um, talk show hosts and, and interviews with like, you know, um, the media at the time, they always believed in themselves that they're going to make it. And there was no way around it. I think they asked Oprah, like, what if you don't make it? She's like, what are you talking about? I'm going to make it right. That's the, that's the same exact mentality that I have right now. It's like, no matter what, I'm going to get through it. But are there going to be challenges? Of course. I mean, you heard all these successful people's stories like Oprah, like Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, for example. These people went through so many adversities and look at them now. But at the end of the day, we don't we only see the finished product. That's the thing. We don't see the struggles that they've gone through. Hey, right now I'm going through these struggles. I'm going through these these adversities. Right. And I don't mean to keep bringing it up. But at the end of the day, it's true. I'm on my path. The question is, are you? And that's uh. That's one of the biggest things. Like I'm, I'm just here to help you guys make a decision. Um, and, this, and a decision is a moment in time. It doesn't take years to make it. It doesn't take months to make it. It's a moment in time. It could be 30 seconds. It could be a minute. I'm hoping that today, maybe when you're listening to this podcast, you're like, you know what? I'm going to make a decision to be better. Um, and it's not a matter of you growing up in life or it doesn't matter about the, um, the, the goodness that you had in life. It's about you making that decision today to, to make a change, to improve yourself, to bring value to yourself. And I think, I mean, that's, that's, that's me. That's why I got to say on that. And that's for sure. Awesome. So you speak of, you know, um, challenges and obstacles and adversity. And I love how you just speak in truth. And that's what, you know, I don't just invite anybody on the show, man. Um, I want you to speak your truth. As you said in the beginning that you feel though, you're not successful, but others may look at you like, man, this guy, Jeffrey, man, this guy is my hero, man. This guy is a mentor, man. This guy doing big things, you know, he's giving back. This guy has a good heart, but you may feel like, oh, I'm not doing enough. So, um, and it's, it's, it's okay, you know, but at the same time, you are enough, right? Mm-hmm. But I wanted to, to ask you, man, because um, I know it's been a journey for you you know, life, business, etc. During these times of struggle, during these times of stress, during these times of feeling like, man, this is a lot, you know, that I have to deal with. Like, why, why me? Like, why can't I just sit down, watch TV for the rest of my life? Or why can't I just sit on the lake or sit by the beach and watch the waves. Like, how do you deal with those times, man? How do you deal with depression? You know, for me, oh man, um, that I'm a very optimistic person. I mean, I think I don't know why. It's the craziest thing in the world. Maybe it's the environment, or maybe my parents kind of taught me that, kind of like just engraved that into me. Um, I've always been a positive dude. Um, depression doesn't seek in even though when I'm going through a struggle 
even though where I'm going through some things, it doesn't sneak in. I think for me, I'm always thinking about the future. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm always like, hey, you know what? This struggle is temporary. It's going to lead me. I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to lead somewhere that's, that's better, right? And I think that's, that's why I stay positive. I know I could stick, stick through it. Um, they always say don't make, a, don't make a mountain out of a molehill, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the challenges that we're facing nowadays is just simple, easy problems that we could solve. If there's a kindergarten solution to your problem, then you really don't have a problem, right? If money could solve your problem, then you really don't have a problem. You know, they say, what's your biggest motivation? I mean, honestly, we're all going to die one day. <laughs> you know, that, I mean, we only have limited time on earth and we got to make sure we take the most amount of time we can out of it. And I plan and intend on living my best life, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, why would you want to sit on the couch and watch TV all day when you could be doing something more productive? Right. Some people, I don't understand that. Some people that, um, that go through some drug addiction or, or they're lazy or they're, or they're just sitting at home and chilling. I will do that eventually. <laughs> right. Down the line though. Right now it's time to grind while I have the energy, while I have time to work, right. While I have time to go out there and, and, and put in the energy towards something that I'm not just passionate about, but want to do. Right. Um, I don't know if you can still hear me because it says your network and connections kind of unstable can you, can you hear me okay good okay so i mean you just gotta get at it you know they say um i remember i saw this uh i saw this guy talking about um follow your passion when you've made it <laughs> so what he was talking about is um your passion if you just go and follow your passion um you, your passion no longer becomes your passion because you're making money out of it right because um, it, your money will, the money will kind of taunt you in a way. So, for example, my passion is music. I love music. I want to be able to go out there and do those things, right? But in order to do it, I mean, I'm not the most talented person in the world, and I don't want that big break. And um, a lot of people, for example, um, um, that I've, I've sat down and talked to that are musicians, I ask them, do you still have the same love for music when you first got started? The answer is almost unanimously, no. Because they're doing it out of, well, I need money. They're doing it because they know that they're talented. Talent will only take you so far. And the, I mean, for me, I just keep looking at the big dream, the big goal. And um, I think that's why, that's why I continue to have that passion with me, man. And I think you have the same thing too, no? You have the same passion. Absolutely, man. Um, you know, and, you know, I like music, but music is, you know, is okay. But, man, I'm, I'm on a whole nother, another, another time, man. Um, past my time, brother, like. I'm trying to really set, set, um, sometimes I lose, I lose track of words for it, bro. Like, it's just, I've been on the journey for not a long time, but I've been on the journey, man, for quite, quite a little bit, man. But I understand it and I know I'm still going, like you say. And, um, I just know, man, just giving back is most, is, 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 a, is, a, is the most important oh, yeah. part about it, you know, and that's what, most people have to realize and that's when you know guys like you come in and share your stories and testimonies that's what I want them to take in as much as from you guys and not just hear you guys or just like something or feel like oh yeah I want them to really engage and reach out like man that guy Jeffrey Wynn says something about commitment or he says something about this he says something about that that really helped me shift my perspective that helped me shift my direction because we know in life you know, there's wins and losses, right? You know, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, the most important thing is we learn from those losses. It's because we may fail down so many times doesn't mean that we're a loser or we're a failure. We didn't get up. We didn't give up. You know, we decided that there's much more out for us to continue to strive to be where we once was. So the passion sits within, within us, the desire, the fire that's burning inside us to allow us to see, but not just us, but the people that surround us, the people that see us every day, but even the people that's rooting for us, that's knowing that, man, you're keeping me alive. You're keeping me awake. You're keeping me on my toes. You're um, keeping me accountable. It's, it's like, it's deeper than just, you know, rap. You follow me? And that's why I'm so glad that through the discrepancies, we was able to really sit down and chop it up. You know, even taking time <laughs> well, out your busy, busy day you know or so and i know this is this is your show so i'm gonna give you that 
that that light, man. That's what I like to do. So it. go ahead and share what you got to share. I love I totally forgot some of the things that you um were supposed to talk about. And I love what you brought up right now. Like um, for example, another thing that's gonna keep you going is um, do you have your reason why? Right? Um, I think that's critical. A lot of people don't know why they're doing what they're doing or why you first got started in the industry that you're starting in right now. Right? A lot of people they lose focus of that. And that reason why needs to be bigger than just materialistic things. I think that's one of the most important things, or more than just yourself. You get what I'm talking about? Like, um, for example, I want to be able to adopt kids down the line. I want to give people an opportunity that, well, heck, I might not have had if my parents sacrificed everything to first come to America, right? And um, I have this opportunity here in America because of that reason. So I want to be able to adopt not just domestically, but internationally, bring other kids from other countries and be able to adopt them and get things going. Um, For me, when I was a kid, um, it's the craziest thing. I used to walk around the block just to get home, right? Because there's this block, there's this house on the block that always would be um, hitting people up in a way. You know, these um, back then gangs were very big, and everybody thought you know being bad is a good thing. And and um, man, I used to walk around the block. But there's this teacher, there's this art teacher that grabbed me and says, "Hey, Jeff, I'm gonna teach you music." And he took he personally took me out of the streets and took I think like another thirty other kids. And says, We're gonna, I'm going to teach you music so you guys, guys, you guys can get out of the streets and into a system where there will be an after-school program. Well, I'm not a bad kid, but at the end of the day, I've been in about five to six to maybe even seven different after-school programs since I was a kid, right? Um, because, well, one thing, my parents couldn't pick me up on time, right? They don't, they don't get back home until like 11, 12 o'clock, maybe even 1 o'clock in the morning. And, um, you know, sometimes we're left on the streets. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think them as much as I can, but at the end of the day, this music teacher taught me music and really taught me perspective on, Hey, you know what? I can get things going, right? Mm-hmm. There is something that's bigger than just myself. And I got into a system. He taught me responsibilities. He taught me things that, um, you know, that I could implement myself into. Mm-hmm. And that really changed. And then that's the reason why I want to open up art centers throughout Southern California. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be an easy process. You're going to have millions upon millions upon millions of dollars in order to open some of these programs up. Mm-hmm. And these programs are going to be open 24 seven, so that the kids don't necessarily have to go back home to an abusive house or, or, or you know, I don't have, they, they don't have to go back home after when the art center closes. For example, libraries, which I think is idiotic, closes at 9, 10 o'clock, sometimes even 8, right? Well, these kids, what are they going to do? You're going to just kick them out of the library and then, hey, go back into the streets? Are you kidding me? That's not, I mean, and then now there's also other clubs, for example, that if your parents don't pick you up at 7, hey, you know what? The parents get written up. And these kids can't apply to any other after-school programs that's in the same vicinity because they're like, oh, the parents are always like picking them up. Right. I mean, come on, what type of things are we teaching these kids, right? Yeah. So that's, I mean, these kids are just being thrown back on the streets. And that's why I want to open up these art centers. And that's, see, see the thing, my reason why is bigger than myself. That's so if you're working for some other people, then you're no longer lazy, yeah. right? If you're just working for yourself, you're like, oh, I can take this day off. I mean, I could hold off another couple of days, you know, in order to accomplish this task. But if you have somebody else's life in hand, if you, have, if you have some other people's goals to put into, then all of a sudden you're willing to work harder. That's why when somebody's in the hospital, you make time for someone to go help them out, right? If they're in the hospital, you make time to go visit them, right? So that you don't have time. You, could, you, have, you just have to make time. Right. And, um, you know, and that's, that's huge. And that's one of the reasons why I'm doing what it is, is, um, you know, you have to have a bigger vision than just yourself. And um, I, I think, that. like, for example, yourself, you have that too, man. And, that's why I'm even linking up with you to do this call because not many people do. Not many young people do. I think that young people need to realize that. Yeah, 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 man. So true, so true. Um, yeah, I think it's exciting too, man, that you you want to give back to those kids, man, especially, you know, those who, who need those places, man. And like you said, you know, the schools are not doing enough with programs, and that's why it takes for people like us to really put more out there and continue to put more and produce more, you know, by – joining and collaborating to bring amongst more because it's bigger than us like you said you know it's definitely bigger than us it's bigger than us that why factor you know of that that those people those kids that community that tends to look and to see and to seek the advice to seek the knowledge to seek the direction to knowing that this can get done so i think that's awesome man um of you wanting to do that and everything of that nature so like when you like I think that's like, especially when they adopt kids, like that's a big, big responsibility, man. Um, you know, I know you shared a little bit about, you know, with your journey, your story and everything before we, we got on, um, on 
you know, on camera and everything, but I wanted you to really just like, why do you feel though sharing your story is so important versus someone else? And what can those listeners and those kids that's currently listening to, what can they take away from it? For me, I mean, heck, I got started when I was 19, right? Um, I was immature. <laughs> I was, um, I felt like I got started way too early, but which is a good thing. You know, some people say, hey, dude, go, go out there and do everything you can and learn all the experiences. I don't quite agree with that. I think if you're in the right place at the right time, I think that's critical. And, um, and honestly, um, there's there's certain point of luck and there's certain point of, um, you know, if, if you heard the law of attraction, right, if you think about something long enough and hard enough, you know, it just tends to happen. And um, it's not so much about why my story is going to be more important than others or why my story should be listened to more than others. I think everybody's story needs to be listened to. And a compile of everybody's story, you're able to make a decision on what you want to do with your life. I mean, life is about experiences. You know, it's not so much about the destination. It's about the journey that you go, you go through in order to become successful. You know, it's, it's, it's the journey that people tell that inspires people because they're like, dang, you went through all that and you made it? Shit, I need to go through all that and I made it, you know? I could go through that too. If you had to climb that mountain, I could climb that. Dude, that guy did it? Dang, I could do it too, you know? And that's usually what stories are about. You know, like stories are framed and sometimes it's even framed out of proportions to help people inspire. You know, there's a, something called motivation and inspiration, right? Motivation lasts like temporarily, kind of lasts a couple of days and inspiration lasts a lifetime. And there's also a saying in sales, right? Um, you know, facts tell, but stories sell, right? Stories has always been something that we could always relate to. If you could relate to your clients, if you could relate to your people, if you could relate to the people that are listening to you, I mean, heck, you're good to go, you know? And uh, for me, I've always been good at telling my story or, um, you know, reaching out to other people. I always talk from here, my heart. And, um, and I think that's the one reason why I'm always exposing myself. I think the more, the more you expose yourself, the, um, the more uncomfortable it is, the more, but then the more people trust you instantly because people are like dang this guy let down his wall like that i respect him for that and some people need to learn how to do that some people mm. they don't they don't they don't let down their walls you know mm. they have this wall up and nobody can penetrate it and nobody trusts you have you ever had the feeling when you're talking to someone there's like a second agenda or 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 um or you just don't trust them well that's because they got their wall up you feel like yeah i can't trust this guy you know so so and for what, me what um what advice would you give to those who so sealed in? So like, you mean like, for, especially for my men, that's instead of being vulnerable, but just so they don't want to let out and connect and, and converse. Like what advice would you give to those? those people, <laughs> for the dudes, right? Yeah. Um, and women and, uh, too, we, we, you know. We don't, we don't like to cry. I mean, that's number, the number one thing. But here's <laughs> the thing. Men that shows emotion, it's a stronger men than men that don't. I love I've always believed that 100%. <laughs> if a dude can cry in front of a crowd, that's the manliest thing that you can ever imagine. You know what I'm talking about? Because it's harder to do that. It's more embarrassing to do that. It's more uncomfortable to do that than actually holding it in. It, it's easier to hold in your emotions. It's easier to block people out of the world. It's easier, it's easier to say, I don't like people, right? In, the, in today's society. <laughs> right. It's easier to say that. But now... If you go out there and expose yourself and you're able to go out there and create a speech and make people cry and be able to inspire, not just motivate, but inspire, then all of a sudden you're changing people's lives because why you're connecting through emotions, right? Because people, humans, that separates us from all the other animals is that we got emotions, right? We've, in a way, have emotions in order to connect with other people. If you don't use it, what's the point, right? I mean, women are very good at that already. <laughs> They're very great with emotions. They know how to use it. And that's the reason why we tend to trust women more than we do men. And that's why they're stepping up to power the way they are doing right now. And I think us men need to step up, lower our ego a little bit. <laughs> I think men have a lot of ego, ego nowadays. Indeed, man. And we got to work on that a little bit. So, I mean, that's, that's one of the biggest things. Depending on who's listening, man, um, you know, take it with a grain of salt because I'm going to be direct with you a little bit on that end. We need to step up as men and women needs to step up too. And that's just the way it is, especially in today's society. I see that way too much. And it's crazy because I'm still on the clientele side. I'm still meeting people. I'm still talking to people. And, it's, and I, here's one thing. It's hard to find good, genuine people nowadays. You know, I think everybody nowadays, um, you know, stranger danger, don't trust people, 
That's what's going to help you survive. Be negative and skeptical. I mean, you hear that all the time. I'm saying it now and I'm getting shivers because like, oh, I don't want to say those words. Or they want but, favors. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy, right? Yeah. But the more positive you are, contrary to popular belief, there's actually good people out there. You could trust people, right? There are positive and optimistic people out there. And if you're one yourself, you're going to attract other positive and optimistic people. And all of a sudden, you're living a great life. I once had a, had a history teacher. Um, he said, Jeff, um, I don't know why a history teacher made me do it. He's like, tell me about your goals and dreams, you know? And I wrote on this essay. I started writing this amazing essay about how I want this many cars, how I want to give back, how I want to be a philanthropist, adopt all these kids from other. I already think about this when I was a kid. And I wrote all these things. I want like 20 cars in my garage. I want to be able to buy a house for my parents, for my uncles, my aunts, and everything like that. And, and you know, and then he was reading my essay and he laughed a little bit and he wrote, P.S., next time be a little more realistic. Give me an A plus, don't get me wrong, but he said, be a little more realistic. And this is the same history teacher that says, life is the S word and you die. That's literally what he was telling kids. I'm like, how are you a teacher if you're, if you're telling these to kids? You know, and some kids were like, yeah, amen, brother, and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, that's not how life is. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that. Why not? There's no way. Mm-hmm. Right? So life is about positivity, man, gratefulness. And I don't, want, I don't mean to be all, you know, 70s on you where, you know, <laughs> hippie on you. Like, hey, this is all about great stuff, love, you know, all these type of stuff. But, hey, you got to face the truth sometimes, too. Nah, you know, the truth you, is you, you know, and that's that- huge. That's just you, man. That's not putting no 70s role in nothing on, man. We wasn't even born in the 70s, but <laughs> no, you know, we um, it's, it's just, it's like, you know, we all, and it's, it's, it's interesting that you said that the 70s because we have an old soul. You see yeah. how, you know, we can be young, but still the task that we're taking on is responsible roles. Yeah, it's and, crazy. And the dude. average, um, you know, young adult, millennial is not, they, they, like you said, they so closed in or they not ready to, they ready, but they just afraid of other people's opinions or afraid to fail. And it's like, like you said, just be yourself, you know, mm-hmm. through it all. Like if you positive, be positive. Or if you looking towards being around people to learn and to get into a business or get into something that's going to help you um, become a whole then do that. Like, you know, it takes time. Like you say, it's not overnight, but at the same time, you know, it will happen as long as we yep. just think positive. But two um, words, I wanted, or I mean, a statement that I always hear right place at the right time. Absolutely. You now got, I you got to look through the economy. You know, that's what it is. Like, go, go ahead. Stop. Sorry. So I, you are right. No worries. Um, I wanted to ask you being though you're in the, like you're in a you're in a business where you're always connected with people. I mean, various of people's at events, at meetings, at mm-hmm. workshops, um, calls, um, just anywhere, man. Like, and there's opinions of people, and there's uh, some things that you may not agree with, and people, you know, just certain things going on. Like, how do you do? Or some people may not really support like knowing that you like music but at the same time you're in another industry where you're teaching and learning finance and business and stuff like that like how do you deal with those naysayers how do you deal with opinions of others because believe it or not man there's many people that's listening now and i get these messages often about you know they say haters but i don't really believe too much in that it's about people that just not really happy with themselves they have nothing against you it's just they just not happy within themselves they 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 need something to comfort them they need to listen to something that's going to soften their heart that's going to help them through their process to allow them to become at peace so how do you deal with those naysayers jeff and i want you to really knock it down nice and plain for me brother take your time don't rush it take your time so they can hear you thoroughly Wow, the naysayers. That's crazy. Um, people say, what's your biggest challenge in life? Um, they ask me, they ask, you ask any other entrepreneurs, you ask any business owners. Um, the biggest adversity would be people, right? And people always are going to be there. And um, any successful person that you meet or talk to, you ask them, what's your biggest adversity? 
they're never going to say, oh, it's this or that. They can never pinpoint it. But there's one thing that all of them, all of them agree is on is, um, is the, is the people, right? You can't control people, but you could put yourself in their shoes and understand where they're coming from. Sometimes these haters, as we like to quote unquote, call them, um, I, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. Sometimes you need haters to help you go towards the right directions, you know? And sometimes when I listen to these haters, I literally listen to where they're coming from. And I ask them like, you know, <laughs> in, in, in lack of a better word or term, who hurt you? You know, like what happened in your past? And I'm like, tell me your story. Like, well, how come, where did you grow up? Where did your parents do? Who are your friends? Where, um, you know, I always ask these questions and you start to find out it's their background, it's their history, it's where they came from that makes them not trust you or, or hate on you. You know what I'm talking about? And you got to look at that because until you put yourself in their shoes, you start to understand why they're thinking that way. And now you guys are on the same term and you can help them and you can hold their hand, help them get to your side. You can't be trying to convince them what you're trying to do when you're not even in their mentality. Right? Sometimes you got to lower your mentality a little bit to match them to bring them up with you. Because a lot of times we're up here and we're trying to say, hey, get up here. But they have no idea how to get up there because they're just on a whole different level or you're on a whole different level. Right. There's a saying like um, when you first wake up in the morning, someone just open up the blinds. Right. You don't open your eyes right away. You're like, no, I, I don't want to see it because it's too bright. Well, that's what we're trying to do. We're opening up the blinds on people and they're just like they're negative and skeptical because it's too bright. What you got to do? You got to tell them, hey, I'm going to open up the blinds. Right. I want you to open up your eyes close. I want to open up your eyes slowly. Then let them adjust. And then you talk to them. Right. Because if you don't know what position they're in or what situation they're in, you can't quite understand it right away. Right. And um, so when you talk about these haters and helping you get over it, helping, helping you get over the hump, hey, it's not about ignoring them. Trust me, they're always going to be there. The more you ignore them, the worse it gets. Right. Because you're still going that route. And, um, and you got to know where they're coming from. And I think myself, putting myself into their shoes is huge. Like, for example, I'm in the financial services industry, right? I mean, if you look at me right now, I look like a freaking 18-year-old in a polo right now. It just doesn't work out. I know how I look like. I know who I am. So when, when clients first sit down, they're like, okay, what can this 12-year-old talk about that's going to help me out with my finances? That's literally what they're thinking about, right? But as we start talking, I love the fact that you brought up we have old souls, and we do. Um, because I started thinking about that, like, how can when I relate to these people, and I'm not putting up a front, I'm not putting up anything, I started relating to, I started listening to what they listen to, I started watching what they watch, I started listening to their music, believe it or not, I already listened to it since I was a kid, because my, my, my uncle kind of like, you know, put that upon on me, but because of all that reason, I became an old soul, and I was able to relate to these people, right, and I'd be making older jokes, and they'll be like, man, how'd you know about that, you're not, you weren't even alive during that time, but like, but my uncle was, and he taught me these things, right? Or like, I watched it, I saw it. I, I wish I could go back and, and see this performance or whatever it might be. And, um, and being able to relate to something like that. Some, some clients ask me always, almost 100% of the time, when I finish up an appointment, they ask me, Jeff, how old are you? Mm -hmm. you know? And they're already there signing up on the application and they're ready to do business with me. And, and they still ask that question, how old are you? And they're like, you know, it's not that it matters. But I want to know how old you are. And I'm like, oh, I'm 26. They're like, dang, you're so young. Mm -hmm. You know, and when they ask me these questions, I'm all like, well, I feel like I'm in a 40, I'm a, I'm, I feel like I'm a 40-year-old, but in a 20-year-old body type of deal. You know, and they're like, yeah, I can see that type of deal, right? And that's because, well, I've developed myself. And um, I feel like I've gone through more experience than that, more experience than most people that are in their 40s. You know, I've gone through the ups. I've gone through the downs. I've gone through challenges. I've gone through talking to a lot of people. You know, on, a, on average, on a weekly basis, I'm talking to hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of people, networking with hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of people, spreading my message, talking to people, right? And here's the thing, um, and I know some of the people that listen to your podcast right now, if you're in Southern California near Lakewood or LA, feel free to hit me up. Um, is it all right if I give them my phone number? <laughs> we'll do that at the end. All right. All right, dude, we'll do that then. But, you know, hey, stay tuned until the very end, because here's the thing. Hit me up. I'm willing to meet up with you, talk to you, get things going, because at the end of the day, you know, it's like it's not even not even about finances. Maybe it's to help you find where you're going. I'm like, I'm open to that because at the end of the day, everybody has different passions and um, and different things that they want to do, different ideas. I'm open to it. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I think, honestly, like in order to be 
trying to get to where you need to be, you got to be open to a lot of different things. You'll be surprised what you run into. Mm. A friend will invite me down to a party and I know who this is. I'm like, you know what? I'll be there, brother. You know, it could be the worst party in the world, but I always find something good out of it. You know, like the Super Bowl, people were like, it was boring or like, I didn't like it or whatever it might be. I'm like, dude, it was a great Super Bowl. People are like, how can you call that great? I'm like, did you see the defense? <laughs> like, dang, they couldn't even get a touchdown. You know what I'm talking about? They got one. That, that was a great game. And that people are like, how can you see it that way? I'm like, because that's literally what happened. So, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I mean, that, that's how I see it. You know, I'm, I'm always looking at the positive things in life and it's crazy how that works, man. And I, I'm glad you brought that up. Here's another thing I want to bring up to little um to, to, to kids that are listening on this podcast. There's something, a word that is that has that's rarely being used now. It's something called loyalty, and there's something called commitment. Um, when the going gets tough, you can't just quit and do something else. <laughs> it doesn't work. You know what I'm talking about? Um, don't do too many things. I think that's another thing that I have to teach uh, that millennials need to understand. Don't do too many things. They say, don't be the jack of all trades. Or if you are a jack of all trades, you'll be the master of none. You know, you got to master one thing first. And then you could diversify to everything else, right? Um, on the left side of the spectrum, there's something called employees. And our, our, um, I'm using the, our, if you guys, a book that I recommend is something called Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? Um, he talked about the cash flow cartoon on there. And I think that's one of the most important things that he talked about, especially, and that, that kind of opened up my mind a little bit when I was a kid reading it. On the left side of the spectrum, there's something called employee and self-employed. As you guys know, a lot of people are employees. You know what employees entails, the positivity, the negativity behind it. And then right next to employee is something called self-employed. What people don't understand between self-employed and business owner is that self-employed, you create a business to employ yourself in. Meaning that you're there to open up shop, you're there to close up shop. You're paying your bills through your hours still. You're making sales all day, right? On the business side of things, on the right side of the spectrum, right? This is called business owner. Business owner is, means that you have leverage time. You're leveraging other people's time in order to make more money, right? It sounds evil, but that's what it is nowadays. You're either making money for somebody else or you're making money off of somebody else. It's up to you in America to decide which side of the spectrum you want to be on. So obviously everyone wants to become business owner. Self-employed wants to eventually become business owner. Then last but not least, you become an investor until your business ownership becomes your main source of income where you're becoming successful off of that. Then you could become something called an investor where you're investing into different types of industries and you become a jack of all trades, right? People are taking it wrong. You don't become a jack of all trades to become great at something. You become great at something first to become the jack of all trades down the line. Mm -hmm. So people are getting it reversed. It is crazy how that works. So you got to be committed to the cause of what you believe in you got to be loyal, by the way, loyal to a mentor, right? Um, especially on, in the, on the business that my mentor always said, and every, all these people always say, you need to have three things to become successful. You need to have capital, you have a system, and you need to have a mentor. If you're missing any of those three, one of those three, you're not going to make it. So you got to find a mentor, a mentor that you can be loyal to, right? A system that you can be committed to, and you need to have capital, right? Capital is critical. Money talks, unfortunately. So if that's the case, you got to find investors. You got to find people that's going to be there for you. That's going to back you up. You need to find backing because at the end of the day, people only trust you when you have credibility. And mm -hmm. well, money's talk. So money equals credibility nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where that comes into play. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, hey, commitment and loyalty. You got you to gotta stick through it. You don't have it? Well, go find it because <laughs> everybody has it. You know, it's crazy, but it's true. Absolutely, man. No, I, I know I was all over the place, but I was trying right. to put it all together, man. Nah, you never, you know, man, you, 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 you're, you're killing it, brother. You're not, you're not all over the place, man. Um, definitely, it definitely, uh, it's important information, you know, even for those who may not really understand it, they will just got to listen to it and listen to it and listen to it and implement if any questions reach out or so, but it, it makes sense. And, you know, read that book and so like that, but I'm glad that you brought that up because it's important, man. It's the present, like building credit, stuff like that. And, things of that nature you know it's important man it's definitely important um because uh you know you know you don't believe in yourself how can people believe in you right so exactly. um i thank you for definitely um bringing that up but um i wanted to ask man so what's uh oh man you definitely you 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 rocking it brother <laughs> i must say <laughs> you rocking it man um and um, it's interesting, man, because um, I wanted to go back 
to when you were saying that you do have a passion for not only just adopting kids, but taking care of kids and also being a mentor for them as well. You know, um, something that you're looking forward to this year and the next year to come. And I was just at this school. I just wanted to share this real quick and I'm going to go on with the next. But um, I was at this, not the school, I was at this community yesterday and I uh, facilitated a presentation and you know, the kids, man, really, you can tell, like, they was young, you had someone who was older, too, but you can tell as you speaking to them, like, they really been through some challenging times, because I even seen some teary eyes, I've seen some really tuned in, and these are kids that people say that's not regular, or, you know, behaviors out of this world, or, it's like, man, like, I once was there as well. I once was homeless. I once was a trouble youth. Wow. I once was a street kid. I, I Like, I once was there as well, so I, I know the feeling. But at the same time, I believe in treating everybody equal, man. Like, honestly, and so many people so quick to judge versus just seeing and getting to know this person right and that's what i love when you bring that up and bringing that on this podcast and being able to spread that so for my young people and even for the parents that's listening for them to take in no matter what always be there for your child no matter what you can yes. be a mentor you can lead by example like just because like you say materialistic things doesn't go with you to the graveyard but what mm -hmm. does still stand is your legacy. Yes. You know, they can never dim the light within. You know, you shine. You will always shine, even when you're no, no longer here. People like Maya Angelou, people like Martin Luther King, people like these people left something greater for us all to not only follow, but to represent in our own way and knowing that we can do it. You know, as you as you mentioned, like guys on the business business side, like Kawasaki, Bill Gates, and a lot of these guys, you know, Steve Jobs, and a lot of these guys who have also set that that mark, left their mark and in, in, in things of that nature for young guys like us to not only follow but to represent within business, to represent loyalty, to represent commitment, to represent yes. consistency, because we cannot let that dollar control that relationship. You follow me? Like, we know that there's hurdles. We know that there's ups and downs that come with this situation because it comes with the territory. But at the same time, as my guy Jeff just said, and knowing that, you know, venture, you know, capital, you know, um, and you don't just start off as an investor. You have to not only just work your way up, but you have to learn the game. You have to learn the industry. You have to be committed to it. You have to be passionate about this. You have to be surrounded by this, you know, and don't be afraid to take a day off. Don't kill yourself with it, <laughs> you know, don't, yeah. don't Amen, you know, brother. and that's sometimes that he can relate sometimes in our industries and things like that. We kind of get, you know, like, ah, you know, but at the same time, it's a part of life, man. And it's a part of the journey. But, you know, um, I just wanted to send some gratitude, show some gratitude to you, brother. Honestly, man, I know we got to, you know, how much more time you have left? No, oh, man, um, I still got like maybe 15 minutes, brother. Okay. I got an appointment coming in, but yeah. P perfect. Um, so, you know, I thank you, man, for even just being here today, being present, man, taking the time to sit down with me and sharing so much value, man. Thank you, brother. Sharing thank some you. key tools, you know, on your journey, you know, where it started, you know, everything about, you know, your passion, music, business, everything, man. It's just, it's, it's all in a forward direction. And I always look forward to building more of this friendship and connection through years to come, man, honestly. Um, so I wanted to know, man, you know, it's 2019 now, it's the new year, you know, what's next for Jeffrey when, man, what, 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 what's all to come? Like, what's something you're looking forward to? I'll be the better man. Honestly, the next step. Literally, people always ask, what are you going to do differently from last year to this year, right? The only thing you could do is take that next step to work harder, making sure that you don't repeat the same thing that you did last year, only always to improve, right? And that's my goal. And that's what I'm going to continue to do, you know, um, reach out to more people, continue being the same me, but be the best version of myself. I think, uh, you know, I don't know if you listen to Ed Milet, but he said the best, you know, like be the best version of yourself. I mean, if you, if you pass away and you go to heaven, right, 
And um, if God presents the person that you could have been and the person you are now, are you looking in the mirror or are you looking at a completely different person? Did you become the best version of you? And I think that's critical that, um, you know, that we always try and improve ourselves. So, man, thank you again, dude. Um, you, <laughs> you said it all. I love everything you said. Um, man, heck, thank you for allowing me to be here. And it's definitely an honor. I love everything that you talked about. And you're one of the young people that are really going towards it. I mean, the fact that we're only a couple of years apart and you got a podcast going, you're moving up in life like this. I mean, heck, I can't wait to continue to connect with you. And I'll definitely send my mentor down. He goes to Florida all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to have him link up with you a little bit out there, brother. Absolutely. So it's going to be very, very exciting. Yeah, for sure. Now, I know it's something else that we, um, like I say before we aired, it's something else that you also wanted to cover as well. Um, so how do how does changing habits that don't work oh, um, creating new ones does? So can you go over that, man? Just that's huge. Um, oh, my gosh. Thank you for bringing that up. Oh, my God. Okay, so one of the things I always used to do and um, it's always to change habits, right? You know, every single new year, I think it's perfect time to talk about this in February, right? Um, people always have new year resolutions. They're always trying to create something, right? Or they're trying to change their workout. They're trying to change their diet. They're trying to change their habit or change that habit, right? It's like, okay, we all know what habits is. Habits makes and breaks us at the end of the day. Habits also make you successful. Habits will also make you poor. It's just, it's just a machine that takes you to where you need to be or where you don't want to be, right? So for example, if you try to do homework on the bed, what happens? You fall asleep, right? Or if you try to do, if you try to do work on the kitchen table, or you just want to eat and get hungry. That's why you never do your work at home. That's why you go to a library to get some work done, or you come to your office to do business, to make phone calls, to make deals, right? No matter what, I was not going to do this podcast, right, at my house. There was no way, unless I'm in my office, right? Because it's just the mentality, where it's a creature of habits. I'm I'm in my A game when I'm in here, right? So the same thing. People say, oh, well, let's change this habit. Let's change that habit. Never try to change your habit. Create new ones. So meaning that create a new, not create, but, you know, they say it takes 20 days to get out of a habit or 30 days to get out of a habit, but 90 days to make it a lifestyle. It takes three months to make something a lifestyle. So meaning that you got to continue your habit, that new one that you create, doing it over and over and over again. Like, for example, it took it literally my first two weeks. Um, I started working out last year in April, and okay. I got back into the gym. <laughs> it's crazy how that works. But I got back in the gym in April. I said, you know what? I want to be there when the gym's empty because everybody has quit by the time April came around. No one's at the gym anymore, right? And then I want to get before the people that's trying to get fit for the summer comes back. So, <laughs> so I'm at that point where I said, I'm, at April, I'm going to start going to the gym. And it's been a year, right? almost a year that I've been going to the gym and um, I made it a habit. It feels weird that it feels weird that, you know, like that I'm not at the gym. I missed gym like last week because uh, my, it was my friend's birthday. I did this, I did that. Right. And uh, I didn't go to the gym for three days mm-hmm. and it felt horrible. I needed to get back to the gym. Like I had to work out. I had to go in there. I had to smell the sweat in the air. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was about. Right. Mm-hmm. But I created, see, here's the difference. I created a new habit. Meaning that I said, I'm going to go to the gym. I didn't replace that with something else. I didn't change it. I created going to the gym. I created me saying, oh, I'm going to go to the gym a lot more often. And trust me, the first two, three weeks, it sucked. The first couple months sucked. Right After 90 days, it felt weird that I wasn't in the gym. Right Now, I'm, I'm, I mean, heck, I don't know if you saw my Instagram post, but I'm at 12, 12.5% body fat now, okay. you know, which is very exciting. I'm on, I just crossed that line to the athlete side. And I'm just so excited for that, you know, being able to do something like that. And because not many people do. I'm, I was I was at 15 percent and I was still like average for average people. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm not average. So I'm going to become, you know, something more extraordinary. So I went towards that and I'm at 12.5 percent body fat now, which is amazing. You know, for an Asian dude that eats a lot of rice for daily living, <laughs> you know, being able to accomplish something like that, is, it's huge for me. So, yeah, man, um, create that new habit, especially in business. Don't try to do business on your bed, <laughs> on your kitchen table, doesn't work. Mm. Don't try to go to Starbucks and try to run a business out there. That just doesn't work. Don't try running out of your garage. You got to run it from an office, a location that you got something going on for yourself, right? That's why you got to, every certain place needs to be done for something. Like for example, my car, you know, mm. it's only in use for two things. When I'm going to my office is meant for listening to podcasts. 
when I'm coming back from the office, right? I'm listening to music and working on my singing skills, which I don't have any of. But yeah, that's where that's where those two things happen. When I'm going to the office, I'm listening to podcasts. When I'm coming back, I'm listening to music. Right? So what's, your top, what's your top? Speaking of podcasts, man, what's your top 10 podcasts you love Ooh. listening to? Inspiring podcasts. Gotta be man. Ed Milet, brother. I'm, I'm Ed Milet. Um, I'm only subscribed to so many people, too, by okay. the way. You're one of them, believe it or not. I appreciate um, that. You're one of them. I listen to comedy, too. I listen to a lot of podcast comedy. I don't know, something about comedy. Um, stand-up comedy. It's a very hard thing to do. And, you know, what they say one of the biggest fears that people have is um, stage presence, being able to speak in front of the crowd. Well, believe it or not, that's a, that's a legitimate fear for a lot of people. Um, I think stand-up comedy, people, those people, they know how to tell a story. They know Thanks. how to relate to people. Um, I think for me, listening to comedians, it makes you laugh. But mm-hmm. for some reason, comedians, they have this idea. And I, I spoke to one comedian before. And he says, remember, you're not introducing yourself to the crowd. You got to introduce the crowd to the crowd. The crowd needs to know who they're sitting around so they can laugh at a certain joke and they won't be discriminated for it. You get what I'm talking about? It's crazy how that works. So comedians need to learn how to introduce a crowd to a crowd. I mean, the same thing could happen to this podcast, right? People that are listening to this thing. I mean, you're really good at introducing the crowd to the crowd. You always introduce yourself. You always introduce the people. And you always introduce like, oh, you know, this is the type of people that are listening. And the crowd knows that people that are listening on this podcast are most likely millennials or certain type of people. And they know that, oh, other people are listening on this too. For some reason, the crowd got introduced to the crowd. And you might not even notice that you're doing that. But here's the thing. Comedians already know how to do it. That's why I listen to comedians too. Um, let, me, let me look it up, actually. I, I listen to a lot of people. <laughs> I've had my let's one of them. You're one of them. Ooh, um, Andy Frisella, the MF CEO project. I listen to them all the time. I listen to a lot of TED Talks because, I mean, I'm Asian, so I love all the you have a, you have a You have a plan on speaking on, on TED Talk uh, someday? Oh, man, that'd be a dream. Mm-hmm. If they ever hit me up and says, hey, Jeff, why don't you just speak at TED Talks? Dude, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, what do you want me to talk about? I'm, <laughs> you know, um, what's, I love what's, an- what's another one? Um, well, I only listen to so many because every single day these people post. Like, you too, man. You post, like, every day, brother. What about School of Greatness with Lua House? Ain't he out there in L.A.? Oh, hey. Now nah, he is. That's right. I have, I have to get to him. See, here's the thing. I'm scrolling through this. I only got one, two three, four, five, six. I only got eight people. Eight people that I'm subscribed to. I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'm a big podcast listener. And some people um, post every day. I listen to news. I'm not going to talk about my political stance or anything like that. But I have, I, have, I have that too. And I listen to the news and what's going on. And as you guys know, the State of the Union was presented like a couple of days ago. Right? And um, so I listen to some of these things too because these news are important. I think we need to, we need to be updated with um, what our current events, especially that's happening in society right now too. Because in a way, it affects who we are and it affects what people are thinking. And it's good to have other people's opinions in, in, in place, right? So now you know what both sides are coming in from. If people want to go in a political debate with me, I can. <laughs> I, can hold my, I can hold my spot, you know? And that's, I think that's critical. So it's crazy. But yeah, I mean, I, I need to listen to that guy for sure. But Andy Frisella, Ed Milet are the two people that I love listening to. Because those two are fire. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. About something about those two. You want to hear? You want to hear? You want hear some interesting? No, go ahead, bro. I'm gonna tell you at the. No, no, go for it. Go for it. No, no, go for it. Go for it. No, nah, you, you first. Uh, the two. The, those are two deals. Like, I, I know they're hooking up a lot more now. Um, and they're talking a lot more. I just can't wait to be invited to one of their freaking meetings that they have. You know, <laughs> when I become big enough in this company, they're gonna invite you to it. So I'm like, hey, let's make this thing happen. I want to be. I want to be there to interact with those guys. You get what I'm talking about? Right. I've interacted with Emilet, but not. Freaking Andy Fritz, so that guy just seems so intense. I love it. Right. You, yeah, them guys is them guys are extraordinary, man. You, you manifesting, you speaking into the air, so it will happen. But I'll actually be attending the um the Podfest in March with um no kidding. guys All like right. John Lee Dumas and everybody. So I'm <laughs> attending right. that for the weekend. Yeah, man. It's um the ticket is sealed and everything, man. I actually uh because my birthday is um February twenty-third. So they say fill out a form and things like that for podcasters and I want a free ticket, man. So I'm, I'm honored, man. I'm thankful and grateful that I'll be a part and, you know, looking forward to, to, to connecting, man, with some, 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 some world class. I know, I know you're going to take full advantage of it. See, that's the thing. (laughs) A lot of people, when they're at events, they're not socializing. They're just doing their own thing. I know you're going to be there with the freaking microphone (laughs) talking to everybody. (laughs) <laughs> which is perfect because then you're you're able to connect you're able to go out there and reach out to more people i mean that's Thanks. just beautiful brother oh my gosh 
all to you, bro. I love it. I love it. Right. So I'm going to read you. I know you say you like Ed Milet. I'm going to read one of his quotes before we, um, you know, uh, before we get out of here in a bit. We ain't finished yet, but I'm going to read one of his quotes to you. Um, all right. So like you said, being a better version of yourself, right? So he said, I am chasing a guy. The man I am chasing is the better version of myself. Mm. The man I'm capable of becoming, the man I was put on this earth to be. Mm. You know, that I believe that's powerful, man. Um, yeah. Honestly, you know, because who we was put on this earth to be are powerful human beings, man, are empowering yes. people to come together to achieve common goals but to give back as well along the journey. And that's what so many people forget because we can receive, but we tend to, and it's, you know, not always, you know, okay, funding this or giving back with money, but sometimes just with a simple conversation, oh, yeah. sometimes with just a, a simple hand on the back or telling somebody, listen, don't give up yet. Matter of fact, don't ever give up, hmm. you know, because if you see this guy, Jeffrey Wynn and how far he came, then knowing that this can be you as well. Now he have a different journey. His journey is different than yours. But at the same time, you can make it and reach heights just like he did. All you have to do is believe and connect yourself and surround yourself around some good people and get you a mentor. And that's something else, Jeff, what is key and also shift my perspective and know that shift your perspective in your journey is that mentor. Those mentors, man, because They've been places that we desired to go. And once we've been around them, that's when we became it because we learned from the best of the best. You yeah. follow me? That's what I loved about what you said earlier about not saying that, you know, why you're important is different from others, but kind of like also standing out to knowing that your story just sticks out to be true. Your story stands yeah. out to be authentic. This is from you. This is what you live. This is what you taste. And knowing when I asked you what's next for you, you said, man, just continue to improve. You ain't even go too much in depth. I have some people that go in depth, talk about their books, talk about this. You say, man, just continue to improve myself. So I thank you. I thank you for even saying that, man. Now, I know we got a couple minutes left, brother. I wanted you just to, you got, so this is what I do. This is what I like to do, man. When we come to a close and I'm going to let you share your social media and everything where they can contact you at the end. But, so you got 60 seconds left, right? <laughs> this would be your last day at your office. You know, maybe you left because um, you about to retire. It ain't got to be in LA. It can be somewhere else, you know. Um, or, you know, maybe you just decided to walk away and pursue music. Who knows, right? But it's just what we call the inspire before we expire. And you had to give your last presentation. Ooh. What exactly would those words be? You got 60 seconds. Last thing, we're all gonna die. That's it. <laughs> Not seriously. I mean, what type of legacy do you want to live? Do you want to leave for yourself, man? Because at the end of the day, people say, "I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave a legacy." But dude, what are you doing to leave that legacy? People are acting like as if they're gonna live forever. People are acting like as if they're all, they're immortal. That they're never gonna pass away. The two motivation I have is that the legacy you leave, and that we're all gonna die. You know. If we were immortal, Wait, shit, I'd be sitting on the couch right now, brother. <laughs> if we were immortal, we live forever. I'd be on the couch right now. I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I'll come with all the excuses in the world. You know, like, <laughs> I'll be the fattest dude in the world. And I said, I, I have time to lose weight, you know. I'll enjoy my life right now or, like, enjoy the life forever that I have. So people always ask, like, would you want to live forever? I'm like, no, because then there is no motivation. So that would be it. Work hard. So within those 60 seconds, that would be your crowd. I'm talking about you got a big crowd. That, that'd be your last words for them? Yeah, you you're going to die, brother. <laughs> I don't want to leave on a negative thing, but you're going to die is a positive thing. I never want to be immortal because you're going to see people all around you pass away, number one. All the things that you've accomplished, you get what I'm talking about? Like, you want to leave that behind to some people. And it's the craziest thing. If you don't leave behind anything and, um, and, and you just live life on somebody else's terms, what's the point? Mm. that's ridiculous so my two things is you're gonna die and dude um leave a legacy if you do die what type of legacy are you gonna leave and um that. that's the that's the thing that's motivating me every day because i mean 
as crazy as it sounds. I'm, I'm not. If only if I only had sixty seconds to say this, I'm just not gonna go up there and say you're gonna die. And, you know, like okay. no legacy, but framing everything, at being able to speak about everything, talk about everything, and then the last two messages is you're gonna pass away, and what type of legacy did you leave? You know, right. and Ed Milet's probably gonna be like, "What is your best version of you?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, this is, I guess is a nice way of saying it. But motivation consists of that because right. we're on a limited time. We only have so much time on this earth. What are you gonna right. do with it? And that's why we're motivated. That's why we're we're taking time to do this podcast because why we bring value to each other. Right. You know, you know. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm able to talk about this, but you know, before this, <laughs> before this podcast happened. Um, man, we were, we've been trying to set it up back and forth. I mean, we ran to problems. We run to, because we're going through our journey, right? And things happen. Like I couldn't make it in time. We had, we had communication problems earlier. Right now I'm on my hotspot because the internet in my office just freaking like wasn't working. Right. So, I mean, it's crazy, you know, like somehow we made it happen because why we bring value to each other. What type of value bring to other people, right? The legacy that you live or the legacy that you leave, right? Well. How, how, what are they going to talk about when you pass away? Are they going to make a monument out of you or not? It's up mm, to them. I love that, man. It's up to you. Indeed. Hey, man, um, if you can, just share your social media, your website, and where they can yes. contact you at. Okay, so my phone number. I'm going to give you guys my personal phone number. I don't know why I do this, but I do it anyway. I get random phone calls all the time. So, so I'm just that type of person, right? So it's uh, my phone number is 626-354-3226. Again, it's 626-354-3226. And my social media, I'm on Instagram more than the world. So hit me up on my Instagram. It's just Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y, win-win. So W-I-N-W-I-N. That's literally what it is. Jeffrey, win-win. Um, they just didn't let me put Jeffrey win for some reason. I'm pretty sure it has already been taken up. So Jeffrey, win-win was my, with my, with, I'm going to get verified, bro. I'm going to get, <laughs> when I get a million followers one day, I'm going to get that thing verified. Right, it's J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-W-I-N-W-I-N. Follow me there. And and if you guys aren't already, follow this guy right here, right? I mean, he's one of the best tools. I mean, like, man, you, you're running a great podcast, brother. I know your podcast is going to take off. Your business is going to take off. Everything that you're doing right now, you're going to become successful. I already know it just by the mindset that you have. The fact that you already have an older, older soul than me, of anything, at the age of 25, that's huge. Yeah. No, that's critical, man. That's crazy. I mean, mm. oh my gosh. Congratulations, bro. Like, um, and I know we're going to be hooking up here and there. And then when I come and visit Florida or when you visit LA, we're going to freaking meet up, brother. That's for sure. We'll make Absolutely. that happen. Absolutely, man. Hey, man, it's been a pleasure, bro. Like, honestly, man, um, sitting down with you and really diving deep. You've really, really dug into some important things, man, and some, some key topics, man, and just going in depth with some things and being just original. That's what I love, man, and um, being able to help them understand you and your path and as well to help them not stay in that past, though, but to continue to move forward and just be the best version of themselves every day, man, improve, you know, one step at a time and have that major why, too. So, indeed, brother, I'm, it was a pleasure, an honor, man, and I'm glad, man. I look forward to many more as well, man, and um, to your continuous success, man, and to everything that you desire, all your desires and dreams, man, to come true, um, you know, uh, and even being in your office and taking time, knowing, as you mentioned, the interruptions and the issues that happen, but what God has planned can never be destructive. <laughs> you know, it, it can't, like, you can't take it down, like, no matter how many times something, but when you have young God-fearing children, people that live by something, that's, 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 that's something forward and focused kids that's reaching for something more it can't just be teared down it may it may be a little but then it, it rises again it rises again because that's just how it is man and that's a part of the journey man you know um glad it's been a good day for you man it's been a good day productive week for me um and excited to see what god has in store for the both of us brother um and if you don't want to share anything else before we get off the show, man, feel free. Good. Um, but I want you to close it out with the Inspire Before We Expire. When I, see, when I say, you know, my name, your name, you say that this is the Inspire Before We Expire. You know, you kind of, when you listen to the episode, I say like, okay, well, there you have it, folks. I'm Terrell. He's Jeffrey for the win. And 
this is it. This is the you'll say inspire before we expire with the energy. You gotta put that energy in it. Wanna sink? Yeah, yeah. You gotta. When you're doing it, you're you're sitting with them, right? With the sink. Huh? With the sink and like, would it sink properly? You don't even. I don't even know if that works. Yeah, it goes. I do that with a lot of a lot of other educators and entrepreneurs, people that come on the show. So yeah, I just let you guys, man, because um, like you say, man, um, and it relates to the like what you just said relates to the whole platform, inspire for expire. Like, yes, we do get to live once. No, we get to live every day, but at the same time, in reality, we live once. You know, like we die, it might be an afterlife, but at the same time. Who knows if we going to see each other again in pure form or we may be animals or we may be something else in the next life. Right. But what you said was leaving that mark, leaving something to be remembered by, because something Maya Angelou once said, people may not remember who you are or exactly, you know, which, why you did, but they would never forget or what you did, but they would never forget how you made them feel. You know, they would never forget how you made them feel. So, Jeff, man, you continue to make that impact on your clients, man, and your community, brother. So there you have it, folks. The Inspire Before We Expire. <laughs> Go ahead and follow my guy, my good brother, straight out of Los Angeles, California, Jeffrey for the win on Instagram. Stay tuned for his exciting events, his, his business adventures, and follow his journey. Also, subscribe to our podcast, Inspire Before We Expire podcast. You can find that on Anchor, iTunes, Podbean, uh, SoundCloud, um, soon to come uh, Spotify, and many more other podcast streams such as Stitcher and uh, other platforms that we also currently expanding on as well. So, guys, we thank you guys again. I am Terrell Sumter. He's Jeffrey Wynn. He's Jeffrey Wynn. This is the... Inspire Before We Expire. You got to say it with some energy. All right. Inspire Before We Expire. There you go. (laughs) And we're out. Thank you, folks. All All right, man.